You don't want to go snowboarding behind a pickup truck? No, I'm black. Illinois. <laughs> Leave that for the whites. I don't know. Oh my God, babe. What? You're going to get us kicked off of this. Kicked off of what? <laughs> Our own podcast. Nah. All right, we rolling? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Guys, welcome back to This and That. Hey. Man, oh man, oh man. Episode five. Episode five. And in the books with it. Yes, the beginning of February. Oh, yeah. February is like your favorite month, babe. It is my favorite month. Because you have an extra excuse. To not do a freaking thing. Okay, not where I was going with no, that. That's, what I, that's my excuse. Why I go to work you... and I'm like, I ain't doing nothing this month. They're like, why? Because I'm black and it's Black History Month. <laughs> they laughed. They thought it was funny. You said it? I said it. And then they said, get back to work, nigga. Is that what they said? No, they wow. did. I wouldn't be here. Wow, that's true. That's true. I'd be bailing you out of jail right now. Precinct. Wow. Welcome to this and that in Black History Month, where the jokes and the puns, I'm just sorry in advance, yeah. actually, for it's what. About what to get real dark. Real dark. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of, your girl. Your girl, B. Who got, oh, I'm saying, who got, you, you got dark? I mean, I. I'm not light. But you ain't dark. Your girl B's going on world tour. That is true. Your other black queen, I guess. She is know. just, you know, she's, I, I say it, I think, I've said it multiple times. When it comes to artistry, she is just she it She takes the for cake. Me. Yeah. She takes the cake A lot on of every level. don't understand why I like her and her music so much. I just enjoy the level of talent that she brings to the table. I and mean, the creative, like, yeah, like it's just you never actually know what she's, and you're gonna, never disappointed. Correct. Even when you don't love something she does, right. you will still support it because she does it. And yes, I'm I'm okay with that. Like this you last album that she did, Beehive. Last album that she did, The Renaissance. It was um, it was a good album. It was very dance poppy, and yep. that's I like that genre music. Music, right. But I wasn't expecting that from her. Right. And it so took at you first, a yeah, at first I was like, eh. But then like What are you doing, girl? I remember just kinda listening know. to it on my headphones and I was ooh, Yo, we gonna back the night. When ooh. Homecoming came out, my at least three times. My man was legitimately I watched it obsessed. at least three times. He listened to it twenty four seven. And anytime uh, he I would come home, he'd be sitting on the couch. Watching the documentary again. I'm like, you could literally repeat this verbatim. He's like, it's so good. I get something else every time. I'm I like, really oh did. Word. But you know what? Like, I, but I, I've obsessed. always enjoyed. It was unhealthy. I always enjoy live recordings of music. Like, even right. when we listen to, like, worship music, right. I don't love studio recording. Mm-hmm. Like, studio recordings of worship right. music. I like the spontaneous stuff that right. happens at. In the moment. In the moment. Yeah. At live recordings. And so. To see, to hear all of my favorite songs that Beyonce has done yep. 
on see it from at like the set of the Coachella yeah. that she did this whole thing for. It was a great like, set. Yeah, like it was really cool. And like yes. that's the closest to Coachella I'll ever experience because <laughs> I'm not paying don't that much that. money. I'm not paying that much money to go hang out in the desert. Nah, hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm if doubtful. Beyonce was there and you had the money. If she had lined the gun, I probably would go. Yes. <laughs> but know. yeah, so she is going on tour. The Renaissance no, World Tour. No dates have been announced yet. No. It was funny because I actually saw this pop up on my Instagram and I was like, oh, is it real? And then I was reading the comments and someone's like, oh, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. This isn't true. It's not confirmed. It's not confirmed. And then like all the social media outlets all everywhere media it was like news. confirmed it. And I was yes. like, oh, snap. And then my boy, Big Will, I sent knew. me. Oh, my God. And then he I sent knew. me something. Well, no, he didn't send me the Beyonce one. Oh. I sent him the Beyonce one. But then he sent me Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is going oh. on tour. And I think it's called Welcome to the Carter Tour. And so Lil Wayne, he's he has this progression of albums. It's okay. the Carter one, the Carter two, the Carter three, the Carter like whatever keeps okay. on going. So right. I'm assuming what he's going to do is like the the kind of the bigger known songs from all of these Carter albums, which right. there are a lot of. And I mean, there are some really great, great slaps on there if you're a Lil Wayne fan, which. Slaps. Gosh. Which I am a Little Wayne fan, so like I'm kind Which of excited. Also surprises me. Well, no, I mean I like Little Wayne, so I like Little Wayne because he was really dominant in an era of music. Yeah. When I was coming, like going through high school, coming out of high school, he was just really, really dominant when it came to rap, and he did all of these different things. And, and for his time, it was very he was very out of the box, right? And so like, he was doing else. he was doing like rock and roll yes. rap music right and then but he was you have black. this insurgence you have the surgeons of Nicki minaj and drake yes. and yep. that whole young money cash money thing that just kind of mm-hmm. went on i mean it was there was just a moment that was just a moment in, in music for my generation people mm-hmm. who are my age that we like we remember that like yep. it was like yep. like that was for for me that was my brothers who was 10 years older than me that was like him remembering like the biggie and tupac or snoop and dre like for me it was it was it was Little Wayne in his camp. Like they did their thing. So yeah. I feel the way that you feel about them about Jennifer Lopez. Okay. I think she. I love her music. I love her artistry. First off, that woman is like fifty, fifty one, mm-hmm. and looks absolutely incredible. She's put out incredible. She's just so well rounded and she had to fight for her way in this industry. She came from absolutely nothing. I could be mistaken. I feel like she is first or second generation, like straight, like, like American, like born in America. And I watched her documentary and it was like amazing to see what she came from and to like, especially because back then the when she first started it was very much women didn't belong and women of color for sure didn't belong Mm -hmm. and here she was like a little rough around the edges from the bronx you know and she's like i'm still jenny from from the the, block yeah to have a little now we have a lot (laughs) but she didn't fit any of the she didn't fit any of the 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 molds you know she was latina she had a latina figure she had a latina sound she had a latina look and style and she wasn't and like she made her way she was like okay well if you're not going to create this space for me i'll create it for myself i remember watching that documentary with you because like i like jennifer lopez and i love i don't you know her music's not like the her music's not what jumps out at me like there are some songs that she has done that i'm like oh like i 
I like that. Down with that. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was um I was intrigued to kind of know a little bit of her story because all I know of JLo was the tabloid stuff. It's like, you know, Correct. she dated Ben Affleck, she dated this person, right. she was with this person, she was with this person, got a divorce from this person, jumped right into a relationship with this person. And like unfortunately it sucks because her her dating and personal life, because she it's is a celebrity, so it is really, exposed. really just exposed and just yeah. out there for everyone to see. And it's that's yeah. not fair. No. But um so, like, to be honest, that's what I was judging her based off of what right. I knew. And to kind of watch her progression yeah. in her career from yeah. this documentary, even, and like, it, and I think it ended when, with the uh, the halftime, the Super yes. Bowl halftime show with her but and even Shakira, then she was facing... She was still, like, fighting stuff. And so yes. I thought it was just really cool to kind of see that because... I remember, I remember the the halftime show and it being a big deal to a lot of our friends and like a lot of people who are Christian because it was a lot of like gyrating and hips and stuff. And I'm just like, well, oh my God, you have Shakira, you have Shakira who's in Miami, whose song is <laughs> the song is called "My Hips Don't Lie." Yes. So like you can imagine that that is what Shakira is going to do. J Lo had just put out that movie where she was a stripper. Right, and and J Lo is. She's just she's a very it. curvy yeah. woman. Like yes. it's not. It's like a, yeah. she has a big butt. She has she, she has hips. It. Yeah, not like it's in, not. Like a, it's not. She's not raunchy about it's it. It's not. But. It's not a secret. Like no, yeah. J Lo and the where I'm from, it's known right. because of her butt. Like right. we know everybody J-Lo. was well, because yeah. of that dress. One hundred percent. Yeah. J-Lo well, even dress. before yeah. that though, but even before yeah. that, like when Everyone she was like, it was just like, oh, like J Lo got a big butt. Like, but she would say, like, even in some of her interviews, people would ask her about that in professional media mm-hmm. interviews, and 100%. she was like, "Excuse me, like, in what world? Like, I'm not like objectified. I'm a human. It's, I'm a person. It like, is one hundred percent nuts. It is one hundred percent nuts. But I, like I said, I, I enjoy." I enjoyed that documentary to learn a little bit yes. more about her. Um, if she goes on a world tour, I will not be going. I will. But I would send you for oh, sure, like you, you and baby. one of your little girlfriends or something. I'd send you because yes. I'm not gonna go. I mean, she not that I wouldn't first. go. I would go. You would want to. go. I just don't. I just it wouldn't be like it. It had to be me and you. Like it couldn't be <laughs> me and my friend. Right. It had to be me and you. Right. She was the first. Um, Hispanic actress to earn over a million dollars for a film. Oh, I think they touched on that too. Yeah, they touched on the pay discrepancy was, and stuff yep. like that too. With she played her Selena. And, she had yep. done, yeah, she's done a lot of things. Anyways, I really like her. Speaking of women of color, do you know who Shirley Chisholm is? Shirley who? <laughs> Shirley Chisholm. Because I was gonna Tishel? say I was gonna say Temple. Shirley Temple. No, because I'm referencing Black History Month and Shirley Temple is 100% not a person of color. Very cute, though. I, I went through a Shirley Temple phase where I loved her. Mm. Don't uh, they have a drink I mean, I named after her. her? They do. They do. I like think Sprite it's Sprite and, and like Red. No, whatever the... Oh, the cherry. cherry. The Mushashino. Yeah. Whatever they call those things. Wow. The Mushashinos. They're not Mushashinos? No. Marshmallows? Machino. 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 Anyways, okay. Shirley Chisholm. Here's a small... I'm just going to throw you some stats so that we can educate other people and apparently also you. Mm-hmm. And you too. Um, <laughs> don't, don't try to play me. Hush. Okay. She was born November 30th in okay. Brooklyn. Hey. She actually died in on January 1st in 2005. So she was born in 1924. And she died in 2005. She was the first black woman to be elected to the United States Congress. Oh, look at that. Go ahead, Shirley. Yeah. She served uh, seven terms from 1969 to 1983. Okay. Go yep. ahead, Shirley. Yep. She Such made history. Self. She made history. 
She was also awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Hey, yeah. Freedom. Now you know. What you didn't know, now you know. I know. The more you know. Yep. So, speaking of music and concerts and things. Okay. Well, we're going back. We're just going back. We're going okay. back a little bit. We're going we're gonna to get a little whiplash here. No, not really. Um, <laughs> so, what has... So, you've been to a few concerts, right? Yes. Okay. Have you been to any, like, secular music concerts? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I feel like I have, but I honestly don't really remember off the top of my head because it has been a long time. Okay. Um, to give you some like idea, my first ever concert, my mom called into a radio show on a competition on a Christian radio show mm-hmm. and won tickets to see my favorite at the time. Uh, all female Christian worship, uh, they weren't a ba- worship band, but a Christian female. They were called Point of Grace. Point of Grace? Yes. I was obsessed with them. I was literally obsessed with them. Mm. And then they developed into this, like, they did conferences for young teenage girls and, like, their identity. So, kind of like in, the and... Duck Hunter's daughter? Does Similar, she do, but she yeah. never, she doesn't, she do, doesn't music. do music. She doesn't do music. She's no, always done that. Like, Sadie preaching, Robertson. Yeah. Preaching. But she's stuff. a really great teacher. Yeah. No, no, no. Different. But, okay. Uh, yeah, and then really most of the other concerts I attended were because of the college that I went to. Mm. I would help out with them. So right. I've met lots of different um, artists that. that way. Yes. So I was just thinking the other day, um, I haven't been to a concert in a, in a long time. Like I just hadn't been to one in a while. The last the concert last you went one, to was Beyonce. Yeah, the last one that I went to was Beyonce. And I think Which was, was wild. 2018. It was 2018. It was in Philadelphia. Thanks to your big, big will. Yep. um, He had won tickets on a radio show. And um, we just happened to be in Pennsylvania. Yeah, for a family vacation. For for a family vacation. And it just just worked out that way. And so we, I went and that was our, that was the on the, on the run world tour. Then so it was her and Jay-Z they did a lot of the music from the Carters album that they released together. But anyway, I need to go to a concert. Wow. Like, I, I just... Need is a really I strong I need to go word. to a concert. But now, I will also say that when I say I need to go to a concert, I need to do it much differently than I've done it in the past. Okay. Meaning, I don't want to be down in the pit with anyone, like, rah, rah, rah. Like, I don't want to do that. Right. Like, I kind of like, want to enjoy. Rah, rah, rah. Okay. I want to enjoy a concert from like stage left. Oh, you know at what? A I'm table. Get, I just went to a concert, but it wasn't. But it wasn't a. It, it was wasn't not a secular a, concert. Right, but secular. I literally just went to a concert. Yeah, no, not even month. I, know I that. forgot about. No, that. I, I didn't forget about it. But I, but I wasn't asking you about them. I was asking yes. you about. But anyway. I want to enjoy concerts differently. So usually it's like you're all, you're in the stands right. and you're just like whatever. I want to enjoy a concert like. I just want to. I just want to do it differently. I don't want to be. Would you like to be in one of those boxes? I would love to be in one where of those boxes where you can see it, where I can see here, but not deal with the people. Okay. Like that would be great. Or I would even want to go to like like I would love for like a Summer Walker or like a SZA show, but something super like low key. Yeah. And it's like almost it's acoustic and it's oh. just like all vocals and so like it's not like. We're not bumping and grinding, but yeah. like maybe we're like sitting there at a table eating and maybe drinking a little bit, like okay. just 
like a really smooth chill, flow chill. chill kind of vibe like Not that's what overhyped. i would like like okay. that's how i want to start experiencing concerts because in the past all of the concerts that i have experienced are like you know I, we went to see diplo and yep. friends at this one concert uh this one time and i mean it, it we were it was in philadelphia and we were just there the sheer mass sardines of people of that's just, what i'm saying it was as i get older like, i just don't want to do that anymore and I'd that's why like coachella that's why coachella doesn't sound appealing to me it like i would love to go to coachella to see whoever headlines like i think that'd be great because there's a lot of really cool artists that headline right right right, right. but to be in the hot behind desert for i mean it gets hot it's really hot in the day but then it's supposed to get really cool at night i'm not sure how that works in right. cali but it does. I just, it doesn't seem fun anymore. Okay, so there's a few things that go through my mind when I think of going to a concert. First off, if I could go, if I could just pick, like, top three people I would go see tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Camila Cavallo. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with her. I feel like you said her last name wrong right there, but go ahead. Cavallo? It's two L's. Okay. Do you, do you speak and spell Spanish now? Do I what? Do you speak and spell Spanish I mean, now? I know how to say her name. Say it. Camila Cabello. Well, yeah, even if you're white. Even she says it. If you're white. Yeah, not... Okay, anyway, I'm not even going to And she's that. not white. I would say... Mira, but she but says I'm, it like that. Okay. Mira. I would go see Charlie Puth. Mm-hmm. He's a music genius. Mm-hmm. Like, it's annoying how amazing he is. And I would say, I'm saying at his, like his music intellect, his ability to hear a sound and turn it into a song, his ability to hear a sound, hear a note and instantly know what it is, his arrangements, his writing, like he literally took an entire song and wrote it around him flipping a light switch on. Like that's the type of genius it takes to be able to take that and just create from that and use it and warp it and make like it's wild so i'm not saying that he's not a musical genius because i he like is. his music you can't say he's not because he is but i'm just letting you know that's not what i'm saying i'm just letting you know you couldn't even i could say that to. i could say whatever i want to say because this is america right freedom of speech okay. anyway but it would be inaccurate so it's fine. i don't care um i know. know but would he put on a good show yes do you think so? I think so. Do you think because his... I think his show is going to be kind of like what you're talking about, where it's like not all the super hype. It's just like quality. I mean, I guess. I would also I go see Lizzo. Would not go see Lizzo. <laughs> Lizzo, listen, I went through my Lizzo phase. Yeah, you did. You called me out about it. I sure did. But I love, like, listen. She is out Listen, there for the thick girls. I don't. She's, there, and she not, made playing flute cool. There, there's not a specific reason that I don't like Lizzo. Like it's not like I don't like her because she's black or she's big. It's well, not. I would it's hope not, not. God it's Almighty, not a, it's not terrible. any of those things. It's not even that because she's out there. Like it's not that. It. She just her music. What I am because she can sing. Like yeah, I've can. heard her belt out and she can really sing. So And she's gifted in I instruments. I feel like personally. Okay. Um Okay, how do I say this? I don't so know. I don't love I don't love a lot of pop music unless you are Beyonce. Just kind of where I'm at with it. So So but childish. Because, <laughs> but because I know that she can sing, I really want to hear like 
actual R&B from her. Like when, okay. when Lizzo puts out an R&B album, You'll be for it. I will support that because yeah. I want to know okay. that, because like, I know that she can do it. Yeah. I want to hear her yeah. do it because she That's is fair. too talented to be up there. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm a, like, she is a hundred percent that bitch, but like she needs wow. to do it. Like she really just like, I want to hear her sing. Yeah. Like I want to hear her sing. I want to hear fair. her get like vocally and just. Would you go see Megan Trainer? No. <gasps> I would not go see Megan Trainer. So Megan so Trainer is good music to do some cardio to, <laughs> good music to clean the house for to. You. For for me, for personal yes, yes personal okay. preference, right? Yeah. Again, she's she's that. I don't hate her music. I don't dislike her. Mm-hmm. I think she's very very talented. All the people that we're speaking about is very very I mean, they're very talented. I'm not You'd taking go see anything. SZA. I would go see SZA in a heartbeat. <laughs> Here we go. In Here a heartbeat. Yep. So I would go see SZA in a heartbeat. Yep. Back to Megan Trainer. Um, I don't want to like, I don't want to sound like I'm like hating on her. No, because she has made a lot of strides again for curvaceous women. She's married to the Spy Kid, which is freaking dope. She's actually pregnant with her second baby, oh, which is super that. exciting. And she see, again came things. from. Humble beginnings. Like, she just went to the grind, went to the grind, went to the grind, finally had a hit, which was all about that bass, and kind of took off from there. But what I liked about her is that it never changed who she was. Like, Mm. the Megan... And I say that from my perspective of seeing her on Spotify, the news, and whatever. But, like, she interviews the same. She's still, like, down to earth. She's still taught. Like, all of her... I'm not on TikTok anymore. And really not even much on the other two social media apps, but like all of her videos and stuff, she'll still post like, dude, I'm an idiot. This is what I did. Look how embarrassing this is. Look, I, I get lost too. Like she just, she's very down to earth. And I really like artists that have it all, but don't like make it seem like they're out of touch with the reality of how the rest of society lives. You know what I mean? Like she took a video the other day. She had posted a video. I say the other day, this was months ago, but like she was literally like, so which like peanut butter do I get? Like what's the difference here? She was in a, like a more expensive, like almost like a whole foods on steroids. And she's Mm -hmm. like, why am I paying this much money for peanut butter, bro? And I was like, you right, man. Like, and you can, you can pay it, but why are you? Why? Yeah. Why are we? Yeah, I like. I, I, I like. I, like I said, I think. I think her music's cool. I just don't listen to it on a regular. Yeah. She's on like one of my workout playlists. Um, so when I do go to the gym, her a couple of her songs do pop up on the rotation during cardio. And again, she's talented and she's cool. And I have nothing like against her. I was watching this. Um, it was, I don't even remember what it was, but it, she was on the panel, and then um, Tiffany Haddish was on the panel, but then her brother was in the audience, Megan Trainor's brother was in the audience, oh, and so Tiffany really was close. like, I'm looking like, I'm, I'm looking for a man, and Megan was like, well, my brother's in the audience, and so her <laughs> brother came down, and like, Tiffany fed him something, and then they kissed on the lips, like, it was really oh, funny, wow. but it was, it was, it was cute and funny, and like, her brother like played into it, like he fell down, passed out, like oh my gosh, Tiffany had to just kiss me, like right. that whole thing. So like, like she Tiffany. seems like a cool, like she seems like she'd be like a cool big sis. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, like there's there's She's super there's cool, yeah Tiffany. there's there's no hate for her. I just like I said, there are there are ways in which I would like to experience concerts now. Yes. And so when an R and B act does make it this way, I would love 
I would love for it to be one at a smaller, more intimate venue, and I would love for it to be just not drones and drones of I people. I think the, the reality, too, as I've gotten older, become a mom, and just aged, I guess, with wisdom, is like, when I go into places like that, I'm immediately, like, assessing the situation. Yeah. Like, if this goes down, where how am I getting out? Where am I ducking? How am I doing this? Like, every time we go to a movie theater, I'm like... I need to be able to have an exit behind me and in front of me. Like, how how are we doing this? Which I guess maybe sounds like I'm a paranoid, anxious type of person, but, like, there is no safe place anymore. Yeah. Like, you super can't sad, go anywhere way, with... Yeah. yeah, but it's just reality. But that's how I am, too. We go to a restaurant. I normally want to be able to sit where I can see the door. Yes. And see who's coming in. Like, I normally want to do that. And I, I'm the same way at movie theaters. I kind of, like... I have a friend who will go to a movie theater and check the exits down by the screen. Like the emergency exits, he'll go make sure that they're closed so that way you can't walk into them. And so, that's like, a good idea, yeah. it's, I mean, it's super sad that yeah. that's where he's at, but that's what he does and that's yep. where we're at as a society. So, you it's know, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I don't, I mean, and that, that is part of it too. I mean, part of like, I, I, I at concerts, I, I feel pretty safe because. These acts that are going and selling out stadiums Mm -hmm. and arenas, I mean, that budget is huge for security because Mm -hmm. they want to be safe, too. So I feel pretty safe when I'm in the venue. It's the walkout. It's the letout that I'm freaking out about. It's like, okay... Now that who's people been waiting out here. who's been waiting or, you know, who is mad about something that happened on the way to their car, like mm-hmm. people are at their cars now, like that's when I start to get a little freaked out. And even like at res- neighboring restaurants, because, you know, right. you're after the show, it's 11 o'clock, you're right. hungry, you want to stop, you want to get a drink, a bite to eat or whatever. It's like, okay, well, who has been drinking at the show? Right. Who has like, it's just... It's just too much for me to think. I guess all of those things can still be in play for for any event, for that matter. But that is, again, why I enjoy those events from my home. I am not dying to go to to a Super Bowl game ever. Oh, no. I am never dying to to go to a Super Bowl game. I'm just not. Like, if someone was like, here is a ticket, come with me, sure, let's go. I'm out. But Well, a lot of these places... I won't pay for it you can't bring in like there's a local stadium here and you cannot when you go into the stadium you have to go through security you can't bring anything you can't bring a purse you can't bring a wallet like you have to have your id and whatever money you're gonna have and that's it right like i at the concert i was just at so many people were turned away because it was like, you can't bring that. Even people that had diaper bags, they were like, well, okay, you can bring your formula, you can bring your bottle, you can bring, but everything else has to come out of here. Yeah. They're not playing, unless it's a clear bag, but even then, it can't be over a certain size. And they were not playing around with it. Mm-hmm. They were not Because people are crazy. It. And yep. that's, you know, it's one bad apple spoiled the rest. Yeah. Spoiled the bunch. I don't know how what? to say that's how you know black history month I'm saying these things that white people usually say now I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I love white folk Um, but yeah so that would be cool so if you were to if SZA I I think you've listened to the album maybe once like once but it's not like your thing like you don't okay here's the thing I really don't mind it I enjoy pop I enjoy like whatever 
I I like a lot of different. I, one day I could be listening to Broadway hits because I am a music theater freak, and the next day I could be listening to piano music, and the next day I could have Lizzo, and the next day I could have whatever. Like I'm all across the board. I um. I have listened to her because a lot of her songs were popular on TikTok when I was on it. And that oh, was, yeah, it was like couple. a really big thing. And that was kind of the venue that a lot of artists were using to get their music out was because everybody was on TikTok, especially mm-hmm. that generation. So I've heard it. I don't mind it. I like it. I, it's not something I would, I'm like, oh my gosh, I would die to go see SZA tomorrow. Like, I'd go. Someone handed me a ticket. I'm never going to turn down a good time. But, I think I would prefer. There's other artists that I would prefer. So outside of J Lo, because you just talked to her, talked about her. J-Lo. Outside of Charlie Puth, I also love Charlie Puth. Who, who would you and go Lizzo, see? My girl. Yeah, outside of those three, who? Can we make a video? Who would you? Okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. We get it. Those are the only what ones is that an, make time but, to but who, if. Just who's like? What are you um, trying I'm, to say? I'm trying to talk. Oh every time God. I get ready to say something, you cut me off. No, so. I, you have not been cut off once. And you, you just did. Sentence. You just did it. An underrated artist in your eyes oh. that you are like doesn't get enough credit. Who would that be for you? I and it can be of any genre. It doesn't have to be. It could be country. It could be. What are you looking at? You keep looking there's, at because like, there's a, a mosquito. There's not a mosquito. Yes, there is. It almost bit your your head. My hair. Well. Well, what happened was you got a haircut, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's gonna bite!" Seriously, I have not seen this mosquito all day, and now all of a sudden, it's like zooming in my glasses, and I'm mm. not about. I hate mosquitoes. Mm. I would rather a fly, but you hate flies. They uh, absolutely drive yeah, I can't do flies. I can't do flies. But yeah, I mean, it I don't can know. Be okay, you genre. go first. You go first, and then I got to think of one. Because okay. I don't have one off the top of my so, head. So, uh, artist that I feel that is underrated, I would have to say is Childish Gambino, who is also known as Danny Glover. He's um, SNL. He's an SNL uh, artist, or okay. not artist, comedian. He was on Parks and Rec. He, I think he's probably the only black guy on Parks and Rec. Okay. I, he recently, a couple of years ago, recently, retired from, from music and just is sticking to like the acting thing. Okay. I don't think his music career took off in the way that he wanted it to. I like him. I think he's a great artist. And then if I had to pick another one, I would say Mike Posner. I think it's Posner. It might be Posner. But I actually, went, I actually won tickets to go see him at a super small venue yeah i remember you telling me that. and that was a that good was show way that was way way back yeah was that was anybody. that was a really cool um experience too because he um he was a guy that sung if, if i could write you a song to make you fall in love i would already oh, have you yeah, under yeah, my yeah. arm so i don't know what he's doing i follow him on social media i don't know what he's doing he's making some like folky weird music now but i think he's a good Artist and I'd go see him. I'd go see him in a heartbeat for sure. I'm trying to see. Um, I'm like embarrassed that I don't know her name off the top of my head. There was this girl that I was following on TikTok, and I started following her on Instagram. I want to say it's Kaylee Green. Okay, yes, it is. It's Kaylee Green. She is from Nashville. Tennessee. She's trying to just do her thing. She's been on TikTok. She talks about like she she's just gigging kind of everywhere that she can get mm-hmm. right now. 
And Keith Urban saw one of her videos and invited her to open for him to try and help her get her big break. Oh, that's kind of cool. Which I thought was so cool because Keith Urban's legendary in the the country world. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like for him to just find you on TikTok, or I'm sure it was his team, but... And like to give you that opportunity, that's so cool. Like yeah. that, that changes history for these deal. like small artists just trying to make it. So she did it, and like she's doing her thing. She's got merch now, and like it kind of just was the trampoline for her to jump off of. And it's been cool to follow her. I enjoy country music in small amounts. Mm-hmm. I can do country music for a little bit. I'll go through a spurt, and then I'm like, okay, I'm done. And, move on to whatever is next um i tend to because okay so i learned something off okay i guess it counts but it was a doctor but she was on tiktok this was a long time ago because again Mm. i haven't been on did you know that in neurodivergent people who are people that have like severe adhd sensory processing like those types of things it is very normal, even though you think of ADHD and you think of like they don't have the ability to focus because we don't have the ability to focus. It's very normal for us to put on the same album, song, whatever for literal months yeah. because it can just play in the back and we know it's coming and we know the words and we actually don't have to focus on it because mm-hmm. we just know it. I did that when Hamilton came out. I did. I listened to Hamilton. I think for literally seven or eight months straight, and then you introduced me, and we watched In the Heights, and I listened to In the Heights every day. At this point, we had started up our cleaning business, and we were cleaning two or three houses a day. It felt like probably two at least, mm-hmm. sometimes three. And I mean, every and it was just on repeat. I mean, it was hours, hours, and it was just the same track over and over. not the same track, but the same album. Right over and over and over and over and over and i i did that i can't even tell you how long so i actually did know that 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 was a thing because i learned in my anatomy and physiology class so um fascinating. my you my can probably give a better description than uh, no i, I can, can't but. give a better description because it was it wasn't uh it wasn't something that we were learning it was something oh. that was just mentioned because my my professor was an actual practicing doctor and so he just had a lot of those kind of from the field stories if you will right and so we had talked about it and it, I, I thought about it and i was like oh i mean i do that like i, I know that i was dying i should be diagnosed with something i know that i know that medicine would have helped me like right. i get all of those things right. but i do that and then i memorize right the whole i, I will memorize a word whole album right front to back i could recite it sing it all yeah. the things like i did with that homecoming album oh my god I, I did that with Drumline. So the, when I, the movie the Drumline, movie, yes. I did that with Drumline. I can still do it. Like, I yes. can still do a lot of those yes. beats and melody. Like, I can do those things. And so I knew so that that was a thing. I knew that that was a thing. And I, I always chucked it up to just like, I just like music a lot, which I do. I right. do like music a lot, but not that much. Yeah, mm. no, I I would listen. I think in the year 2021 and 2022, I think I only listened to like three albums the entire year. Mm. Just no, And then I shifted and I went on a hard Carrie Job Natalie Grant kick and I I rode that. I remember for, your Natalie Grant kick. Oh, I, I was I was tired we have of the her. same birthday. I was tired of her. She's so cool. I still think she's amazing. Her husband's also 
a music genius. Mm. He composes. Like that genius word a lot. Well, he composes for like a lot of other countries, like symphonies, like big, like mm. he's a big deal in that world. Mm. He writes with Josh Groban, and you don't know who that is. I know who that is. Oh, good. I'm proud of you. Don't Here's care going. about him, but I know but that he is. writes with like some really cool people. And then I think both of us went on our Maverick City kick for a little bit, where we were mm-hmm. like, "You went on that. You like... loved their Jubilee album." I still do love their Jubilee <laughs> album. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> I, okay, so this is not a music podcast, and then we'll 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 shift gears <laughs> after this. But no, Maverick City was a breath of fresh fresh air for me. Yeah, because I am from the gospel era, like. Yeah. I listened to gospel growing up. There right. was no, there but was your gospel was your mom's gospel, right? Which but, was, but I, but I didn't, but like you know, has like the greats, Hezekiah Walker, yes. Kurt Franklin, like yes. CC like all yeah. of those people. There was I had no clue who a Carrie Job was or anyone that was in that realm, anyone right. that was in that lane. Like I didn't even know that existed. Right. I didn't know Christian rock existed until I got invited to a. Um, a music festival where Skillet was the headliner. And then, and then I was like, wait, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. But I like Skillet. But anyway, for me, it was like, oh my gosh, like I can get those vocals, that hard, like raspy, just, I can get those grungy that vocals, sound, that sound yeah. that gospel gives me. But there's this new twist, this contemporary right. worship yeah. aspect to it. And I was like, I really, really like this. Like, I, well, I enjoy this. Then you kind of got into your whole Lecrae and Andy so, Minio kick. I've, I've, so Lecrae, I like Lecrae. I'm not, like, not dissing him. Lecrae, when he first started, it was, like, mind blown. Like, right. oh my gosh, can't believe there's a Christian rapper out there that sounds this good that I actually want to listen to. Right. Not, not dissing him. I think his message is still on point. I think he is still a top-notch guy. But there are just people who can out-rap him mm. and that just sound better than him mm-hmm. in that genre. That's all I'm saying. So right. Andy Mineo is probably one of my favorites. But then there's KB and like... KB, and then there's Cannon. Cannon is a cannon. Like he just goes <laughs> off. Like it's really cool. Right. So I, I do like that. And, and I like it now too because it's not so much that it's Christian rap. Sure. It's just rap with a purpose. Right. There's a message behind it. So right. like Andy Minio is going to tell you that he is going to have sex with his wife because mm-hmm. that is his wife. Right. And they're practicing on having a kid, but they're right. not ready to have a kid yet. Right. But they're practicing. So like little innuendos and yeah. like he talks about you stuff like that. Chef yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he he does that stuff. And so like it's just I I, I like it because I can listen to it. It's what I like. Rhythmically, it's what I like. It's familiar to me. Right. But I don't have to feel bad about my kids listening to it. Because, well, like, you shouldn't I don't because let... your six-year-old is obsessed with that genre now. Yeah, like, and that's, that's he great. He wants... He, he told me the other day... He's been trying to get me to play the owl song. Well, it wasn't an owl song. It was an eagle it song. It was an eagle that, song. Like, he, you... I don't think either of you knew about it. It just came on, but it is like that. I don't know what it's, I guess it's rap, but it's It's, not, it's It's almost techno kind of, I don't know. It's different. So then he was sitting here, um, I was at the computer and I had some music playing and he asked me to play it. And so I was playing it and then he was like, can we find some more music? And so he sat there and he's so 
funny. He goes, I needed to have, he's like looking around for like the word. Like he's trying to find this way to describe it. And his face is real concentrated. And he's like, I need like a pum 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 in it. And I was like, what? Who are you? That pum, you pum, have pum. Come on, music now. preferences. But then on the same token, this song came on. It was again kind of kind of rap, kind of techno, kind of whatever. But it started out with horns, mm. and th- your dude was sold. He well, loved that. the sound of the horns that came in, and then it switched over. And he was, he's gonna love music. He, remember he loves that song that I was playing in the car? It was just the music. It was one. just like yeah, it was yes. dun 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 dun. Oh dun, my god. Dun, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, they know. Okay. No, no. Right. But when he does it, it is the cutest, funniest thing I have seen in my life. Yes, he gets his my fist pump going. Go- it's like what you, it's like the signal you do to like um the semi truckers. The trucks, yeah. yeah. The, the blow their he's horn. in the back pulling out and he's singing with it. And then there's like there's like three words in between like each bar and it's I forget what the words are but then he's he says them yeah and it's just it's just funny but our oldest he's more in line with you because yeah. he like like so we both like Hamilton we both like musicals like I he's like he's never seen Hamilton right he's only listened to it listened so like to I which like at musicals. this point we should just let we him, probably should let him because the whole thing is just the music yeah so like we me and you both like musicals um. Yeah. And we both like worship music as well. Yes. You like more contemporary worship, I think, is kind of what that I'm would across be. across the board. Kind of thing. Because I can go with... But... One day I'm Tasha Cobbs and the next day I'm... Oh, I do love Tasha Carrie Cobbs. Job. Anyway, but, but Jay likes... He likes... He likes... More of what you like. He likes... So he watched... I let him watch Into the Woods, which is like all of the nursery rhymes if you will mm-hmm. like i guess they're not nursery rhymes i don't know what you would call them, but like um jack and the beanstalk little red riding hood the like all those types of things it's Where all was this at? in one like what on what platform it's on well they have it on disney plus okay but i was in a mu- i was in the musical as a high schooler mm-hmm. and so i loved it so i didn't realize they had it on disney plus there are some parts of it that are just because it is it is a play on a on a Broadway show. So I mean, there's some there were some parts that I knew I was gonna have to have a conversation with him with. But also, he's been reading far above his grade for ever. So mm-hmm. I knew that it wasn't Too crazy. anything. Yeah, I felt safe doing it, and we had a conversation about it, and he loved it. He loves that. He 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 will when he has his tablet. He will listen. He will play the the movie just to hear the songs because he doesn't understand the whole Spotify thing. Right. Like our kids aren't super fluent in that. We've been very protective in that realm, and so he would always go back to play it. And then when we were on our way home, we went to see. We met up with my brother and sister in law for Thanksgiving. We met. We met them at an Airbnb and on the way home he's like can you play this song from Into the Woods can you play this song from Into the he likes that very theatrical dramatic sound yes he really likes that which is why he likes Hamilton because right. like his favorite is the cabinet battles because he just loves like the intensity he likes the he likes to be able to feel mm-hmm. something from his music yes and speaking of theatrical with him last pod 
I was trying to say he talks like C3PO from Star Wars. That's what it is. That is who Jay we talks like. We stand corrected. Yes. Thank you, Alexis, Shout for out. helping me because I <laughs> struggled out. so hard on that And episode. I couldn't help you because that's I not... kept saying R2-D2, but I was like, no, it's the bronze dude. The br- the- oh, dear. Oh, my. Yes. Like, that is who yes. he talks like. It and is crazy. He's very stuck. He talks so differently because he's stuck in so many books that are from so many different genres. And so you can just tell, like, he's literally lost in that time frame because... So, for instance... Jay is in his reading club. Mm-hmm. Jay is a very calculated kid. He will calculate how much effort he has to put in until he really has to put all the effort in. Right. He, this is the first year that he is in an educational platform system, I guess, if you will, where he's not automatically just the top at, of the class mm-hmm. without any effort. So from kindergarten, no, from first grade Really, the end of first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade. He didn't have to worry about it. He didn't have, he didn't, I mean, it was almost kind of embarrassing for you and I when we, when we would go to the award ceremony at the end of the year, because you'd see the, you could always tell, you know, when a, when a teacher's just trying to give a kid an award for something because you just can't let them be the only one, you know? Well... Not Jay. <laughs> Jay was like top AR reader for the entire fourth grade class. Top of math in the entire fourth grade class. Top language arts. Character award. This award. Leadership award. Like he just, if there was an award, he got it. But it didn't take him effort. He just did it. So this year he's having to work a little right. bit harder. And say, which doesn't say much about that school though. Like, no. Not, not downplaying Jay. Yeah. But knowing what we know now. Yeah. It was a reason he got all of those Correct. rewards. Correct. That's just what it just what it is. Right. So now he's at a, a an educational institution that's really pushing him. And they are pushing comprehension over completion. Right. His other school was more just if you can complete it. That's what we'll give you. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So with this one it's much more comprehension. He's in this reading club. And basically, she gives you a book a week, and you need to read through this whole book, be able to test on it, and be able to like spit facts, spit whatever, because they go to this book battle at the end of this club, club. or whatever the, season. Yeah, I don't whatever. know when it is. Yeah. I'm assuming spring, because we're coming up to the end as well. So, Jay is supposed to be reading a book a week. Well, he wasn't. He was slacking off. And over holiday break, I get a message from his teacher. And she's like, hey, is he even still interested in being in this club? He's supposed to have 10 books read by the end of January. And he only has one done. And, I mean, this was the end of December, obviously. And I was like, I had no idea. So I have a come to Jesus conversation. And, of course, his response was, well, I can get it done. And I was like, okay, but that's not the point. Like, now you have to cram on top of, this is a very project-heavy school, so on top of all these projects, whatever. This, this son of yours, your son, mm-hmm. has read eight books in six days. Tested on all of, I got a message from his teacher. Tested on all of them. Got 100% on every single one of them. And now, finished another book today. Started and finished another book today. 
that will put him at number nine. He'll read one more, and he will actually have started after and finished before several other students in the club. Yeah, well, he's a reader, not me. You can get that from me. <laughs> I just think it's hysterical because that's so him. Right. Like, put a little pressure. He likes the, the, I don't know if it's the ADHD in him, but he likes the pressure. He likes the last minute. it's something minute. that he likes. That's, well, yes, that's accurate. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I just want to be real. That's all. But it's, he, he does well under short-term pressure. That's what I'll call it. Long-term pressure doesn't do so well at Short-term pressure, like, this has to be done in 48 hours. He will crank it out, and he will do it well almost every time. That is, I was the same way. Mm. I was a procrastinator. I did it at the, like, papers that I would have to write. I wasn't starting those suckers till at least the night before it was due, maybe, maybe Mm. the next day. But I could write. I could write a paper well. I didn't test well in math, ever. I was not a good test taker in math, but I was a good test taker in other subjects. Yeah. I remember in my history class, Mr. Preston, man, I loved him. He was a great teacher. He would do like pop quizzes. Um, and he, so we would, re- we would read the newspaper and watch the news every morning in his history class that we had it. And you were allowed to take notes. And you, if you were smart, you would take notes because then all of a sudden when he had a pop quiz, you were allowed to take like five things off of your notes. And then he would ask questions. So like, what was yesterday's headline on the newspaper? What was yesterday's main, like what happened a hundred years ago yesterday? Like he would ask those types of questions. And I loved the fact that it was unknown and under pressure. I could pull it out every time. Mm. Other people got stressed. I didn't really have pop quizzes like that. Um, he was the only one. My school sucked, so. You know, just, we'll just <laughs> well, that. I went to a private Lutheran boarding school, so. Yeah, no, not me. You know, not me. They very had... much went to a um, public school. I went to a school where there were rules that students had to speak English during school hours because there were people from all over the place, Chinese, China. We had a foreign exchange student program with a school in Norway. So there were always a group of Norwegians that came. There were people from South Korea. There were people, I mean, everywhere. Every, mm. Argentina, everywhere. But that was, the, they had to like make rules. Like you can only speak English from 7.30 to 3 o'clock. Because mm. Interesting. Otherwise you could be cheating on a test and no one would know. Interesting. Yeah. Well... Now that we've wrapped up our music segments <laughs> of this podcast, it seems like. It's funny because we were talking about pressure just now. and It feels like there's starting to be a little time pressure applied. Maybe I'm the only one that feels Definitely, no, definitely. It hit me today. Definitely like a little bit of a time crunch. I've, I've been looking at the calendar and just being like, Realistic. What? How yes. how does this how does this work? But yes. um, before we jump too far into that, we both have been in this kind of season. We've been in a season of waiting for a while. I think. Yeah. Um, we have both wanted to um, to pack up a U-Haul and just get out. And we said as soon as our adoptions were through and finished and finalized, we were out. And then we used there to was joke, another remember? reason. 
for us to stay and then I started school and so like that's a whole thing and so I'm still in school we started a company started a company like we did all the things yeah. all the things that are not conducive to just up and leaving yep we so, used to joke all the time and say that we were going to show up to our oldest son's adoption with a U-Haul just and be out <laughs> thanks um, for our kid bye <laughs> and then again you know just we started I started school and things of that nature and mm-hmm. um but now, recently, and I think we, we hinted about this. Uh, I think it was the very first, first episode. Yeah, yeah, first one. Um, we just feel like there has been uh, a release yes. from Florida. Finally. Um, Thank you, Lord. And so, you know, we're our lease here in this house, because we rent, let's be honest, we rent this very again, expensive we live in Florida. home. Yeah. yeah. And our lease is up the... The end of May, beginning of June. I right. believe it is June 18th that this lease yeah. is up. And so we're sitting here and we're looking at the price of rent in this area. And it is not something that we can necessarily afford. We're looking at the price of rent in our area it's outrageous it's crazy they're trying to rent out one bedroom one bathroom apartments apartments for like seventeen hundred dollars it's crazy it's absolutely crazy so obviously um you know our rent went up 300 bucks last year i mean it went up 300 bucks from where we kind of started and that was we were just like okay like we'll do it like it is what it is we have no other choice at this point and so we're um we're getting ready for them to do the same thing again. We're I'm getting sure ready. It'll be significantly I'm more. sure they will. I'm sure they will. They want to do some upgrades to the house. Yada yada yada. I don't yeah. know that it'll ever really be worth it, but it is what it is. And so we have been just really praying about what our next move is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, God, are we supposed to be here? Are we staying here? No, we already got the release. Question answered. Um, but where are we supposed to go? What does that look like? How financially, how do we make that happen? Um, you know, to just be real, I mean, we've stepped back from cleaning quite a bit. I've stepped back from cleaning quite a bit. You're working. I am working, but we're both kind of part-time. We don't mind it that way. We like it that way because it does allow us to have time and freedom elsewhere. I'm in school, so I have these classes I have to get to. Our kids, their their lives are just demanding, and that's fine. It is what it is. Like not complaining, but Lord, how does how does this work? We can't we can't do it. Like there's just no way for it to logistically work out on our dime, on our penny, on our timeline. So we've been praying about that and really trying to kind of figure it out. And so part of that figuring it out, obviously, is, you know, as Christians, we are going to say that we rely on, on Christ. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that we sit back and we wait and we no. do nothing. No. So we are prepping. We are planning. We are trying to figure stuff out. We are going through each room and you know, okay, like I'm not taking this with us no matter if we move across the street or if we move to another state. I'm not taking this with yes. us. So we're throwing this out. We're purging, doing this. We're yeah. purging. Yeah. And so we are doing this planning and prepping. But in that planning and prepping, there also becomes a lot of anxiety on how things are going to work. 
um, or what we've been calling it is the waiting. Like we've just been waiting on the Lord. And so part of that waiting for us has been, okay, what am like, what am I going to do for a job? I just started this job at, at this place that I'm at. And you know, it's not what I want to be doing, Mm -hmm. but it, how the job came to be was so ordained that I said, I have to do this. Mm -hmm. I have to do this. I have to see it through. And I have to be able, I have to, I have to work it. So that way I can see where this leads. I can see where God's about to put me at. Because if I'm faithful with this small task, which is not really a a task. I mean, it's a job. It it pays the bills. So it's not that bad. Um, then like what else can he be faithful with about? So that's kind of where I've been at with it. What about you? It has been a very interesting season. Like we said, we kind of started this whole thinking this through, trying to plan this out, processing this, praying about this at the beginning of the year when we did, when we had done our prayer and fasting. And we've just tried, not necessarily the fasting portion, but we have definitely obviously kept up the habits of spending time together and spending time as a family and just seeking and and i it's it's wild because again i'm a very like my job is an executive administrator so i'm a, i am a a somebody one of our close friends um she was like she is an expert Excel spreadsheet kind of girl. And I am. I'm like, it's got to fit in column A. It's got to fit in column B. And it's got to make sense with column C. Period. That's just what I needed to do. And this doesn't fit in any of those columns. And it this doesn't line up with my timeline or it doesn't make sense. I can't reconcile and balance it out. And so that has been the challenging part for me is am I actually trusting? Am I mm-hmm. actually saying okay, this doesn't make sense. I don't see how, but I have peace and I have a release. So then therefore it's a yes. So it's crazy because I we were talking on Tuesday, I think it was, or Monday. Um, I think it was Monday. We were talking about how on the last podcast you had talked about the window and you had talked our car window and how right. the... Um, the rocket hit it and all that stuff. Yeah, the, and you had company. said, like, I'm obviously going to, you know, talk to this company and do what I can do, but, like, I know whose I am, and I know that it's, we're going to get that money somewhere. Like, the Lord's going to bless it with us. Well, that next day, you go out to the mailbox, and there's a complete surprise of, like, $207, like a, 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 like a supplement. Gift card. Yeah. yeah. Of two hundred and seven dollars. Now it's not two hundred and seventy-one, right? <laughs> but it, like, it was literally the next day after you saying, "Like, I know whose I am. I know who I am, and I know who advocates for me." Yeah, and that really boosted my faith. That was definitely something that the Lord, like, I felt like that was a gift from the Lord for me. Of like, I told you, I I got it. Right. Like I told you all. And it was crazy because you thought of it that way, and I didn't think of it that way. Right. I thought of it as, oh, like, this is great. Like, this will supplement just whatever. Like, this will be great for whatever. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Obviously, like, I, I still gave him glory for it. Right. But it took 
your shifting of perspective to shift my perspective. Right. And I was like, Whoa. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, shoot. I did say that. Yeah. I, oh, okay. And so, in turn, that was kind of my little, like, hmm, my little pep, if you will, yeah. to say, all right, like, this is, like, it's go time, baby. Like, yeah. let's do this. And like, then, if like, he's going to supply this, well, y'all better sit down. Right. Y'all better sit down for and what so, he's about to do in the next so two, so three months. And so I had said months. to you the other day, I was like, you know, I'm still believing in the fact that we're still going to receive yes. some sort of check, funds, whatever, for $271. Yes. I'm still believing in that. Yeah. Because why not? Why not? Because right? why not? Like we, yes. I was doing a Devo and it's about waiting because again, that's just where we're at. Yep. And it had talked about um, when you're in the waiting and it had said, she had said something. I'm not sure who the author is. I'd be lying to say that I did, but she had said something in this Devo that really kind of stuck with me. And it says, our hearts can be marked by a posture of reverence and worship while we wait on God. Wow. So if I'm waiting on God, I can wait and be annoyed that I'm waiting. Right. And hate the waiting. Or yep. I can wait with a posture that still gives God the glory. Either way, you're waiting. Either way, I'm waiting. But so a, why not yeah. wait with a joyful, happy heart yes. kind of a situation, right? And yeah. so that has been like... That challenged me. Like, I'm working the job that I'm working. Yeah. I don't love the job that I'm working. Yep. Um, but. But, again, I'm doing it. The way it, it ordained and the timing. Right. So, like, I'm going to do the job. Right. Obviously. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Yes. The issue. And the, the real issue with the job is that it's hot and there's a lot of disorganization. Which, which I don't do. I cannot do mad. it. Like, But, anyway. The job is the job the job will be done the job is supplying the funds that we right. need to live and all of those things and like even just simply like on sundays i get what's called premium pay so i get paid time and a half for whatever that shift is even like, if you haven't hit your full hours even if i haven't it. hit my full hours yeah so like i'm so i am part-time so like last week i worked 15 hours yeah but for sunday for five for six hours i got Eight or nine, yeah. I, I got nine, time yeah. and a half, essentially, yeah. is what it was. And so, it's it has worked out, and yeah. it's and it's great. It's it's great. So, I, I have been listening to this podcast from Christine Kane, and she has an accent, doesn't she? She does, yeah. Um, it's been really good. Every podcast I've listened to, I'm like, oh, that was for me. Oh, that was for me. It's been really awesome. She posted... Um, something and one of my friends actually from church sent it to me and she had no idea the conversation that you and I had had about your job because you had said like this is the first job that you're going into that you're like you know what it doesn't matter my title it doesn't matter my position it doesn't matter my my requirement like I'm going in because this is where God has placed me right. you're not going in for the money right, you're not right. going in for whatever and she sent this to me and I forgot to tell you about it she sent this to me and I was like whoa and it really was just another confirmation that we're hearing from the Lord this um quote that she put up she said your character intentions and motivations are important to God not your awards not your job title not your social status not approval from others it's your heart that matters to him the impressions and opinions of others cannot and will not stop the purpose that god has put in you yeah 
That's good. And then it talks, it, it read Samuel, uh, 1 Samuel 16, 7. It says, humans do not see what the Lord sees. For humans see what is visible, but the Lord sees the heart. Yeah. And I just thought like, first off, again, just based off of conversations you and I had had, even just about this job, I was like, why am I doing this job? Like, this is not what I would love to, you know, be doing. But it was literally so, so wow, that was really northern. <laughs> So, so it was so that's a Minnesota in me coming out. No, it was literally so ordained, like your interview and the people you talked to and they loved you so much. They did your second and third interview literally right there on the spot, which is unheard of. And yeah. they've really given you premium pick of hours and days and shifts. And like yeah. you have and it's crazy because we have been praying for uncommon favor. We've been asking that the Lord would give you uncommon favor yeah. and opportunity and like every day you come home it's like yeah this was this and this was that however i got to have a conversation with this person today and yeah. this person saw me do this today and this person had a nice chat with me and you know blah 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 because they want to keep me and so they're trying to give me tips and tricks as to how to do that and yeah. and not keep you but like they want to expedite your your yeah, yeah and like your spot in the company and I just like, it's crazy because that was the very conversation you and I had was like, it's not about the title. It's not about the dollar amount. It's not about the requirements. Like you're going in because this is where it was so obvious that the Lord has had you. And that's what sustains me with this move. It's like, I will say the other day was the first time I got a little emotional about it because there are very specific people here that are going to be hard to leave and not hard in the sense of like I can't do it like no I'll, I'll get in the car we can go I'm we're, I'm fine but specifically some mentors in our life that are more like family right. um one of my close friends from church she's actually going to be doing her own thing soon so I see how the Lord has positioned us where it's like this. You can tell the season is closing even within our tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, and not, not in a bad way. It's just the season is shifting and the season that we've been in with them has been wild and amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful for that time. Like we have had people here because we don't have family, we've had people here and they have been our family, yeah. literally. Like we've done they've Thanksgiving shown up. And Christmas yeah. with them. And it's and the just middle like of the night. Life. It's yeah. the hey, we're in a pinch. Both ways. Yeah. Hey, they'll call us, hey, we're in a pinch, we need you to blah blah blah. Hey, can you pick up my kid from from the bus? Hey, can my, I forgot to send Valentine's. I mean, literally there was one last year I was like working a crazy job, whatever, and I was like, I forgot to send Valentine's Day cards. And my friend Left her house, bought Valentine's cards, wrote my kids' names on them, and brought them to the school for our kid. Like, yeah. find me someone who's doing that. Right. Like, that's sister-type crap, you know? Like, it's been so cool because Florida has been... Um, Florida has been really, really important in in our growth as a couple. I don't think we'd be who we are no. if we... I think... Uh, you know, my aunt had said to us when... When we were moving me down, I believe, was yes. this when this conversation happened before we were even married. And she was like, you know, you have to be able to figure out who you guys are going to be without the influence 
of everyone Everybody else. else. Yeah. And at first, I was like, yeah, that's that sounds really dope. Sounds yeah. really like yeah, like you right? Instagram, you know, like yeah, like let me like, tweet that. Yeah, yeah, like, like let's let's retweet it, right? But as time progressed, I was like, that, like she's well, right. That was wisdom. But they did the same thing. Yes. They here. got married. Yeah. They moved here to Florida. Yes. They spent their first few years here in Florida, and then they moved. And, but they're still, still pretty even... much away from family yeah. outside of my uncle's family, who, yeah. who my aunt's married to. But his family just moved down here, down yes. to where they are not too long not ago. Not so like, ago. Yeah. They've literally been away from family for a while. And so... But, like, even in within their relationship, within their marriage, they beat to their own drum. Yeah. Like, you're not going to catch them riding the wave. Mm-hmm. What? What did I say wrong this time? I said they beat to their own drum. They marched to their own beat? They marched to the beat of their own drum. They yeah. Mar- it doesn't matter. It's, Either way, you I know what I'm saying. Baby, I didn't the, stop you. You gave me that dumb thing. No. Anyway, they... March to the beat yes. of their own drum. You're not gonna find them riding the coattails of no. anyone. Like that's and just, they're not gonna give in just because th- everybody else is nope, doing it. They just don't. And that's it. what I love. And so I've always found that to be super duper cool. And like, I think we're finally there. Yeah. But I don't think we would have been in that spot had mm-hmm. we been in PA where I'm from, yeah. or had we gone back to Minnesota where you're from. Like yeah. I just don't. I just don't think it I think we would have just in our immaturity of age and of when you first get married you run you you're used to running back to your family like yeah. oh this is so hard da, 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 and you run back to you know your friends and you run back to your, and whatever and when you're in a position where it's just you guys there is no running back to it yeah sure you can have a phone call right. and 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 we did that we had plenty of times where it was i would call and complain you would call and complain they'd hear both sides and then uh, try to mediate but like that's not healthy yeah the only time you should be running to somebody if you need a mediator should be somebody not biased not from either side of your families should be a therapist or a counselor a professional that doesn't have any ties and can just see it as you know for what it it is is, yeah. yeah but I think we're the parents that we are. I think we're the individuals that we are. I think our marriage... I mean, our marriage has not been picture perfect. No. I mean, our the first year of our marriage was hard. And that's yeah. a that's a, a gentle way of putting it. I yeah. mean, in the first couple of months, we were just... We came from two very different worlds. We came with two very different experiences of life. We came with very different... We come at things, whether that's problems or um, situations or whatever, with very different lenses. Yeah. I'm, depending on the situation, I can be more factual or I can be emotional. You're almost always right in the middle. Like, there's not a ton of emotion in it. You can keep it, whatever. But there would be times where we would be going through something really hard and I wouldn't see you being emotional and that would frustrate me because it felt like you weren't invested. Right. But for you, you just weren't an overly emotional person because this is nothing compared to the things that you had experienced for the last 10, 20 years of your life. So all that to say, like I do, and and again, like our kids were here. I mean, I didn't want to stay. When we first got married, I was like, please get me out of here. I'm done. And I I see why the Lord has had us here. Our our family was started here. Our boys were here. And 
the beautiful thing of our family is all of us have come from brokenness. None of us are with our original biological families. Right. We all have very, and like, it's hard to call that beautiful. Like, how could you say something like that? And I don't wish, this is probably going to sound controversial, I, I don't wish adoption on anybody because that means that your family was so broken that they couldn't put it, the pieces back could, together. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, you were unsafe. Yeah. I, it I is, don't that wish is, that upon anybody. Like, that's hard, a terrible... Yeah. It is, it's hard because you don't want anyone to be taken away from their family. No. But at the same time, it's like, I really don't want you staying with those right. really messed up human beings right. or individuals over that there. That do so, really horrific yeah, things. It's, yeah. it is, it's one of those things. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like a rock and a hard place for sure. But yeah, I mean, God definitely had plan and purpose. Yep. I mean, his ways are higher than ours. I mean, it's it, we, we those things... Those are the things we know. Yeah. But There's those so much are we the don't. things the, yeah. that, that we constantly have to be reminded of. Correct. I am constantly having to remind myself while I'm doing this, what I feel to be mediocre job, like all right, his ways are higher than my ways. Yep. Like I've had conversations with some of these people and I see, I do, I am starting to see um, friendships and relationships kind of blossom from some of these conversations that I'm having in my workplace. It's not necessarily like we're going to be best friends and like, but I'm getting a read for some of these people and I'm, you're seeing the unseen. I'm seeing things and understanding things that a lot of people don't understand about other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to speak to it. Mm-hmm. Not fix it, but speak to it. Encourage so it. Be someone here it. with an yes. earshot of that person to right. say, hey, bro, like, it's good. Like, I've been there. Like, it's going to be okay. Or, hey, yeah. girl, you are worth more than that. Yes. You don't understand how much power and potential you actually hold. Like, right. all of those type of things. Exactly. And so that is why I am steadfast that is why i am trying to be steadfast yeah and my commitment to showing up to this job well if i can say like too that's why i'm excited for the move because in in praying over this whole thing like i'm excited to see like what neighborhood we end up in because there's somebody in that neighborhood that needs us like i honestly and not that like we're all that in a box of chocolate or just even but or even the opposite like, right, what like if there's who do someone we need? in that neighborhood what? that we need? Yes. Because oftentimes, like, like okay, like the people that are in our lives right now that have been really like influential and super yes. helpful and like loving on us. Yes. If okay, like if like the Lord knows that we're leaving that. Yeah. And He knows that that's going to be something that we're going to want again. Right. Like, what is He already setting exactly. in motion? Exactly. What is He already What's getting prepared for us? for us? Yeah. Like. Yep. So. It's crazy. That's exactly what I was saying. Like I was, that's, I, I, that's exactly what I, I was like. When we walk in obedience and we just trust his process, I, I, I was saying this to my, to my friend Nick's, like the blessing and the favor that's waiting for me out of my willingness to trust and walk by faith and not by sight it's going to blow us away. Yeah. It's going to bl- absolutely blow us away. Like he has the neighborhood we're supposed to be in. He has the house we're supposed to be in. He has the school the kids are going to go to. He has the jobs. He has, like, I'm sitting back here going, like, if I can just train my mind 
And not, it's funny because we've been doing devotionals with the boys each night. And tonight you weren't here because you were at work and I was doing it with the boys. And it was talking about um, a, a new step. It was like in step with me, I think that's what it was called or whatever. And it was just like, if you choose to just walk in step with me, you might see a mountain ahead of you. But that doesn't necessarily mean I'm making you climb the mountain just because it's there. Right. I might have a shortcut, a pass through, a walk around, a whatever for you to get there. I might just carry you up it. Right. But you can't keep your eyes focused on the mountain. You have to keep your eyes and your attention focused on mm. me. Yeah. And I just thought that was really powerful because it's easy to sit here and be like, there's no way that our human in our humanness we can force this to happen. Yeah. I or can't. we could force it to happen, and right. then it just and then falls what? in shambles. And, it and then you not. get stuck there, and you're in desperation because you walked you outside. Walked out, yep. And that's where I'm just so yeah, exactly. But that's where I'm so that's where I'm excited. So it's this. On one end, it was the first time I got emotional, and I was like, I don't want to leave. I, I've realized that I found, and I think you have too, like a lot of security in knowing that there's people here that have our backs and that have walked ahead of us a little bit, and they're almost like a safety net of like. How do you, how do we do this? How do yeah. you, how did you do this? Cause they've done the same thing. They moved yeah. their whole family down here right when their kid, they had two kids at the time and they were very like roughly around the same age. It was a total like change. Everything yeah. was different. And it's crazy. Cause she'll even say like, she prayed for a long time because she wanted to be close. She had some best friends down here. She literally ended up down the street from her best friend. Yeah. They bought a house down the street from their yeah. best friend. And that's just like, he cares. There's not a detail that he, he doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm starting to get real ballsy with my, pr- I'm like, no, you care. I want a front porch, Lord. I want a front porch. I want that wagon there. <laughs> I want that Maybach. <laughs> Speaking of Maybachs, oh saw one first for the first time in person today. Beautiful cars. All right, that's it. I'm done on that. Yeah, well, don't have a car gasm. Already did. That's what I. That's what I tell Mike whenever he sees a car that he loves, and he's like, "Bang!" I'm like, "Oh God, okay, you're gonna have a car gasm." Yeah, but yeah, no. it's we're it excited. Is... I'm excited. It's it's hard to see it come to a close finally because Florida's held a lot for us. Mm-hmm. It's felt like it's, it's also been held years. a lot from us, but yeah. no, I mean it's all good. Yeah, it's been great. No, it's I mean great. it's been some of the hard. We've watched some of our hardest lessons yeah. here, and we fought for our kids and so many others. Oh, lesson number one: when you get married, don't move someone in three months. Oh, after no. you get married, don't do that. Be by yourselves for a little bit. Have oh, lesson number day. two: um, after that person moves out, don't move in someone else. After and that. their child <laughs> and their child. Oh, wait! And then lesson number three: jump right into foster parenting, which I don't regret. But we should have had. Okay, we just should have had a break at some point. Yeah, and we didn't, and yeah. that was our fault. But anyway, those are lessons learned, mm-hmm. and that's the stuff that we want to talk about. Is like, I mean, again, in going on eight years of marriage, we've experienced a. Th- a thing or two. We've walked through many a hells. <laughs> many a. Many a hells. 28 kids in four years. Two, well, one apartment, one home, four cars. Lots of cars. Lots of cars. Lots of cars. But but we're here to share all the things to do, not to do, things to try, not to try. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see, like I said, what 
what it holds for us. Yeah. It's it's our promised land. I feel like we're walking into our promised land, and that's where I'm stoked to be. Like, what's mm-hmm. waiting for us? Yeah. I'm excited for the kids, and I'm excited to not want to crawl up and die seven months out of the year because it's so hot in here. That is true. <laughs> and that is true. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. Yeah. It's been real fun. We're thrilled you keep Thank coming back. Thank you so much yes. for listening and your being a part of this and your support. Amazing. It means the world to us. Yes. And obviously we couldn't do it without you. It wouldn't make sense to do it without you because then we would just be speaking into like a void. Um, so thank you for listening. Thank you for caring. Thank you for sharing. Um, smash the like button. Yes. Smash the follow button. Share this on all your socials if you can. Um, we want to get the world. We want to get the word out you to the, the world. world. Yeah. yeah, there we yeah. go. That's what I was trying to say. If you guys can share it and then tag us, then we can give you guys a shout out. Yeah. And. Uh... And Show all of those love, things, yeah. yeah. And then also, like, put some feedback and, like, let us know what oh, you yes. kind of want us to talk about because yeah. we can wing it all all day long and have no issues we with gotta, that and talk about what give we want. what they want. Yeah, but we want to hear, like, what you guys want to talk about. So, yeah. again, thank you so much for supporting. Thank you for listening. Yes. Um, you know, happy Black History Month. Hey! And uh, we will see you guys next week. Number six. Bye! G-Squad out!